Hey, 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 thank you so much for tuning in to Make Your Mark Podcast, where I, Crystal Billiot, talk about showing yourself some love, ways to make your dreams a reality, explore some personal development and encouragement, and share tips on ways to become the person you are meant to be. I truly believe that each and every one of us is meant for something so much greater than what we give ourselves credit for. I hope that with this podcast, it inspires you to be more, to do more, and to live more. Hello, hello. So my question today is if I asked you what is your five-year plan, would you have one? Would you say something like, oh, get married, have kids, finish college, be promoted in my business? Or would you really be able to give me a detailed plan and a layout of what you would want to see yourself in five years from now? I want to see and really just dive in deeper to how do you make a five-year plan to get to the end result? A lot of times this is overwhelming for people because five years seems really far away. It's 2025 and five years from now. And while that can seem like really a long time, it can also be here before you know it. Guys, 2015 was just five years ago. Like, That as quick as that happened from 2015 to 2020 is exactly how quick or even quicker possibly 2025 will be here. Making a five-year plan is where you start to be successful. So I really want to start with the end in mind. If you haven't heard of the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Cavoy, this is where this idea came from. And he's a great author and he developed this idea where there are seven steps that you have to do in order to be effective people. Where I work at, they instill these seven steps into us, um, as well as the students and the children. And I think it's so important because what he says, it really does affect how you are and how you can be an effective and a successful member of society. So what he says is one, be proactive. Two, begin with the end in mind. Three, first things first. Four, think win-win. Five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Synergize and sharpen the straw. Sharpening the straw, sorry. So these steps are really important in order to be successful and to be effective. But I want to dive in today with begin with the end in mind which sort of leads us into first things first. So to begin with the end in mind, you need to think of where do you wanna be at five years from now? Where do you want to see yourself as a business owner, as a parent, as a woman, as an individual? Where do you want to see yourself at? So I truly do think that this is what pushes me to keep going is because every year I'm adding a year to my five-year plan. Once you have where you want to be in five years, you stop and you need to make a plan, okay, on how do I get there? Break it down by years. I find that it is so much easier. So for year one to five, it's for me usually easier to consider these as like stepping stones to get there 
based on year five. So think of year five as the lake. That is where you want to be. You want to be on the lake. You want to be on the boat in the lake. You can't just jump to the lake. No one can pick you up and bring you to the lake. You have to get to the lake on stepping stones. Those stepping stones are the years of one to five to get you to the lake. Whenever you get to those stones, these are tangible things that you can do to make it easier. Think of it as writing out the stepping stones starting from year five and going to today. It's usually easier to start with the end in mind and working your way to where you are today instead of starting today and working where you want to be from five years from now. There's a lot of distractions that get in your way if you start from now to year five versus if you know you want to be at the lake, you're narrowing down your focus to these stepping stones. And I think this will really help you. So, I'll start with year five, then I'll start with year four, year three, year two, then year one. I sometimes think it might help me not to be so overwhelmed whenever I'm doing it this way because I'm focusing on my priorities and I'm focusing at just what is in the lake. What do I have in the lake? So I'm going to do one of mine um, is to pay off all my student loans. This one is really easy and tangible because it's dealing with numbers and math and it's not so many gray areas. It's pretty black and white. So if this is my plan for five years from now, paying off $50,000 in student loans, at year four, I need to have $10,000 left. Year three would be $20,000 left. Year two is $30,000 left. Year one would be $40,000 left. And starting at today, I'm at $50,000. So every year, I took off $10,000 to give me a five-year plan. And I am working my way from year four. I started at year four with $10,000 left, working back on those stepping stones to where I'm at today. This helps me break down the goal by year so that when I'm looking at the overall cost of my student loans, it isn't so hard for me to like comprehend that number of chopping away at it. And it doesn't start like freaking me out because it's so much and oh, I'll never be able to get $60,000, $50,000. It's not that much to eat away if I'm breaking it down in smaller tangible steps. So now that you have your five-year plan and that you are doing it by the year, you will be able to then break it on working on just this year's goal on year one. So you start from the end, you start at the lake, you start on the stepping stone closest to the lake and you work to where you are today. Now that you know where you're at for this year, what you want for 2020, now I want you to break this year down and write goals for this year. We're not writing goals for the quarter of year four. We're not writing goals for year three. We are writing goals for right now. This, it's a little bit easier because you know, okay, my first stepping stone is to be at this point next year. What do I need to do to get to that point? 
Um, you know, if your plan for five years from now is owning a business or starting an Etsy shop or whatever it may be, you start at that as your is your lake and you work your way to where you are today. So me, I personally do monthly goals for like my personal things, but whenever I'm doing business goals, I do quarterly goals. Mainly because the way our company's set up, we have new things being released quarterly. And so it's easier for me to promote it as a quarterly goal to my team instead of monthly goals. We still have monthly goals, but overall I look at the quarter for my business. Personally, I do more monthly goals because I find it's a little bit easier for me, but this is where you're going to have to play with it and see what is easier for you in order for you to be successful. So we breaking it down. Let's just say we do, we're still working on our student loan. Let's break it down by months. So if I know I need to get to $10,000 this year, then every month I will have to pay like I don't know, $830 if my math's right. I think it's $830. Um, so I'll pay around $830 more a month to reach my goal of being $10,000 off of my student loans by this time next year, in my year one. Now, I know that, okay, I need $830. So what's how am I, what's my goal to get that $830? See how I just broke off? Instead of looking at the $60,000 loan in front of me, I'm breaking it off into pieces. I am breaking it off into a month goal. And now I'm like, oh, okay, well, if I have to send them a check for $830 every month, then I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Maybe I need to find a part-time job. Maybe I need a little side hustle. Maybe I need to work overtime if my job allows me to. Now I know that if I pay $833 a month, then I will be able to get to the end result. And that is how, when instead of you looking at the five-year plan, you, instead of you just staring at the lake trying to figure out how am I physically going to get there, you are using those stepping stones to walk you into the lake. Now, for me, paying off student loan is a dream of mine, and it's overwhelming when you look at that big number, but it's so much more tangible knowing my that month goal is... $830 and what do I need to do to get there? That was a very black and white example. Some might not be so black and white and I sort of want to share this with you for those who might have those goals that are a little bit harder to comprehend as to how do you get to the stepping stones? So I'm just going to say, um, maybe you want to own your business. Like you want to own your own business of a boutique or, um, whatever. Let's just go with that one. That one might sort of hit some, um, fans. So you want to start your own business in five years from now. You, at your lake, what you're picturing is you, your shop, and your employees. That is at your five-year plan. Now, year three might be, or year four might be setting up the shop. Year four is going to be getting contracts with uh, different merchandise. Year three might be increasing your sales to match 50% of your current income. 
Year two is increasing your sales to 25% of your income. And year one, you need to increase your sales to 10% of your income. Whatever you're at right now, if five years from now, you don't want to be doing that job, but you want to be successful in your company, in your business, then you have, and you want to base it off of income, that might be the easiest way to do it. So in year one from now, you want to make match 10% of your income, then do that. So this is a very easy, tangible way to break down your business to where you need to be in year one. So now we're saying you need to match 10% of your income in this business while you're still working your full-time job or whatever job you're doing right now, you want to do 10% of your income. And if you have a, if you do not have a business, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, if you want to own your own business and make 50000 a year, then you find 10% of that and you make that this quarter's goal or this year's goal. You find whatever number. So don't say, oh, well, I don't work, so I don't have a number. I can't find 10% of my income or 25% or even 50% of your income. If you don't have an income right now, what is in the lake? What is your five-year goal? What number do you want to see and how do we get there? So if year one is just to increase your income by 10% in order, because when you increase your income, that means you're increasing your clientele. That is where I'm getting at with increasing your income. You're increasing your clientele, you're increasing your um, market, and that is how you're gonna be able to survive in year five at your own boutique. So if I'm increasing my sales by 10%, then my quarter one, I might focus on pricing my merchandise. Like, what am I gonna charge my customers? What do I need? If I'm making my own things, what am I going to need to make these products? If I'm going to be selling and contra contracting with other companies, what are they charging me? What do I need to charge my customers? Getting your pricing for quarter one. Quarter two might be starting up a social media platform, whether that's Etsy, Facebook, um, Instagram. Where are you going to sell? Because yeah, year five, you wanna have your own boutique, but you can't start at your own boutique. You have to start somewhere. So maybe that is setting up an online shop and you're doing that for quarter two. For quarter three, we're going to focus on promoting those platforms, increasing your followers, increasing your market to where that in return will increase your clientele, which will in turn increase your income. And then by quarter four, okay, what audience am I attracting? Am I attracting, attracting the market that I want? And do I want to increase that market or change my market? And that's where I'm going to lead into year two at because my year two goal was to increase my income by 25%. So now that I know, okay, I'm going to increase for 2020, I'm working on a increase in my income by 10%. By year four, by quarter four, I'm starting, okay, I'm at 10%. Now, quarter four, how am I going to get to 25%? And that is how you get to that very next stepping stone. 
So this will help you to get closer to that year two goal. And then when year two comes, you're stepping out for step year three goal. And before you know it, you will be where you want to be, whatever your five-year plan is. So beginning with the end in mind is the way you're working towards that goal and currently in your life. Don't let the end overwhelm you. Don't look at that student loan debt or that boutique. Don't let that overwhelm you because there are a lot of steps before you get there. And I understand that. What you have to do is break it into chunks that you can take and chunks that you can deal with. So many times I hear people say, oh, if only I could do this or have this or, well, what are you doing to do that? If you're not doing anything, you're not going to end up in the lake. If you're not doing any type of business and you want to own a business, well, then you're, you're not going to own a business if you're not doing anything now. If you want to pay off student loan debt, but you're not paying anything towards your student loans or any extra towards your student loans, I should say, you're not going to get there. Just get a plan, make a plan, make, get those stepping stones and lay them out. And then break down the year, that year that you're working on, into either quarters or by months, whichever one you feel would fit you the best. Now, the next part is sometimes I get a little obnoxious with my goals. I will say that. However, I write my goals down everywhere because I want to see those goals. I want to be able to visualize them when I wake up in the morning. It's on my vanity mirror that for my business goal for this quarter, I want to be a four-star team. My planner has my date circled and at the top of every month, there is some type of goal I'm reaching. Whether it's a business goal, my quarterly goal, my personal goal, there is a goal written. Maybe you put it on your refrigerator door. That way the family can see it. The family knows what you're working towards. On my phone, my lock screen, it is a list of my goals for this year. Every time I go to unlock my phone, I have my vision board. I have what I want to do for this year. And I know that until I start reaching some of those, I cannot check those off. And I'm getting tired of seeing some of those goals on my lock screen and I'm ready to make a new lock screen with new goals. So guess what I'm doing? I'm reaching those goals so I can check them off and I can move on. You can make your own vision board, your lock screen on your phone. Then every time you see your phone and you go to unlock it and you have it at the top that you want to make $25,000 this year from your side hustle, well, it sort of motivates you because you're tired of seeing that number and you are ready to just make a new profile picture with a new goal. Y'all, it sounds ridiculous, but I promise you it motivates you in so many ways and it pushes you. So my call to action for you is for you to tag me in your stories or message me or tell me what are your what is your five-year goal and what is your quarter goal or monthly goal that you're working on right now. I want you to send it to me. Let me know. Um, and how are you getting there? I mean, sometimes I feel like we make these plans and we're on the path. We're on the stepping stone or maybe we haven't even gotten on that stepping stone yet. We're just looking at the lake like, God, how can I get there? And we're just waiting on Mother Nature and God's grace to just throw us into the lake. And that doesn't always happen. I mean, sometimes it does. However, majority of the time that does not happen. 
God makes us work, makes us get out on those stepping stones, and he doesn't just push us into the lake. He gives us the game plan. He gives us the way to get to the lake. He gives us the resources to be successful to get to the lake, but we have to remember what is in our lake. What is it that's driving you for your five-year plan, and what are you doing right now to reach those goals? So let me know what your goals are. Let me know um, how you're getting there. I hope this helps you, and I really hope these are very easy, tangible steps for you. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Make Your Mark. I would love to connect with you on Insta or Facebook. Go on over and tag me in your stories and tell me some of your personal takeaways from today's show. If you want to ask questions or get more info, email me at crystalbilliard at gmail.com. We're all here on this earth for a reason. Go figure out your why and remember to do what you can to leave a lasting impression and to make your mark.